Hi, everybody. My name is Mike Manning. And I'm Trinity French. And we are your business coaches at Wired to Change. With the number two. We help you get your business to the level you want it to be so you can enjoy the life of a small business owner. And we have been having so much fun with small business owners for the last six weeks. I um, am super excited for today's episode and to recap really what's been probably one of our most favorite um, client interactions that we've had. Yeah. We just finished our six-week mastermind group focusing on sales and marketing. Mm -hmm. And it was wonderful. I, I think I can speak for you too. Love the mastermind format where it's a group think, a group learn. It's your issues that you bring out to say, hey, I'm working on this. And then you get advice from, oh, yeah, I've been there. Or have you ever tried this? And I just love mastermind formats. I do too. It was described to me once, um, and I can't think which book it was in. It might have been something around Napoleon Hill's Think and Grow Rich, but um, they likened a mastermind group to a bunch of batteries. So if you think of yourself as a battery, if you have one battery on its own, you might be able to like fire up the remote. But if you put six of those bad boys together, you can light the whole room. Yes. And that's the power of the mastermind group is that you get strength and you get more brain power mm. from the culmination of all of those thinkers in one spot than just you thinking on your own. And we knew it went well because I think all but one of them at least verbally told us, so when's the next one? Right. Yes, <laughs> so, which is always a good sign. A good sign yeah. Absolutely. So by the time this show comes out, you'll be able to go onto our website, wiredtochange.com, and see our new dates and times and topics for the next round of uh, mastermind groups we will be starting. And we enjoy that. Like I said, we enjoy that very much. So. So the focus was on sales and marketing. So it was ideal client. It was intentional networking, uh, CRMs we even got mm -hmm. into because that's part of your marketing plan. But today we talked about kind of, you always want to wrap things up, put a nice little bow on it. Yep. And we asked everybody to bring uh, something they're going to start doing, something they're going to stop doing, and something they're going to continue doing. Mm-hmm. And you always need, and you've said this a number of times, your business plan should be written in pencil and it should change because a year ago you didn't know COVID was going to happen. Now that it right. happened, you kind of got to address it and pivot or whatever word you want to use. And so it's always good to go back and look at what are you going to start? What are you going to stop? What are you going to continue? The common themes were very interesting. It was procrastination. It came up. A lot. Yeah. I felt like we were on Pee Wee's Playhouse when he's like, <laughs> procrastination, woo, 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 and everybody's going crazy. That was the word of the day. That was the yeah. word of the stinking day was procrastination. Um, but we had a lot of really good feedback and discussion around it. Mm -hmm. And I know that, and, it's, and I mentioned this in the group today, that even though we're facilitating the group, I actually walked away with two pages of notes of stuff for myself. So not only were, was it beneficial to the people that were there, but we got a lot out of it, which was really cool. And when we gave them the, the homework assignment for today's meeting, and by the way, folks, we're big on homework. So if you like working with business coaches to give you homework, call us. I stopped doing something. What I was doing on a very regular basis is I'd stack three or four virtual meetings in a row. Mm -hmm. And I had no time to debrief. 
no time to take notes from that to apply it to something else. And I just, I felt like, well, first of all, I couldn't find the sheet of paper that I wrote the damn notes on, yep. first of all. And by the time, if I had meetings at 10, 11, 12, and 2, by the time I'm done with the 2 o'clock meeting, I couldn't remember what the 10 o'clock meeting was. So this whole week, I bet I had maybe eight virtual meetings of mm-hmm. any kind. And normally, I'd have five in a day. And man, did I get stuff done this week. Oh, gosh. And I felt better with it. Mm-hmm. I felt like it was quality information I was activating from the meetings. Well, and man, you preach it all the time that it's the the money and the dollars and the future referrals are in the follow-up. Oh, yeah. So if you're meeting with people and you don't have time to follow up, then you're missing a, a big chunk of, of what can really develop and further that relationship. Yeah, so I felt better. I had felt like I was in control of the week versus the other way around. And I know in the real estate world, you are at the mercy of three buyers that call you in a two-day period. You can't, you don't know they're going to call, usually. Right. And it's rarely a good idea to say no. Right. So that you don't have control of, whereas I my schedule is a little bit more e- easy to control because I don't have that. And I felt better about it. Mm-hmm. And I know when you're busy, you love it. It has its challenges. It does. It's nice to cash a check at the end, but you look back and go like, oh, man. It's like a blur. A little burned out. Yeah. yeah. The first three weeks of October were a blur because you had three buyers all at once. Yep. But yeah, so I had a rather good week. Good. So I found a quote by Napoleon Hill that I wanted to share with our listeners because um, I just think that if you can be in a mastermind group, you should. Um, whether it's a paid mastermind group or something that you put together yourself, I, I just am a huge fan of the mastermind concept. And what Napoleon Hill had to say about it was, he said, deliberately seek the company of people who influence you to think and act on building the life you desire. And I was like, man, that is right in alignment with our opening statement for the show. We want to help business owners build the life that they desire. And what better way to do it than to get a bunch of smart people in a room together. And you wouldn't think that the topic of procrastination would have anything to do with sales and marketing, but for the most part, it was centered around cold calling Mm -hmm. or things along those lines. But it was, I guess it was split down the middle. Some just didn't want to do it. Others... The procrastination part was I'm not going to start it till it's perfect, mm-hmm. and which we're allowed. We're then easy to bring in your eighty percent rule. Yep. And a couple of people on there went, "Ooh, I didn't think I didn't look at it that way," but that's the beauty of the mastermind group. So procrastination was, and one of the members was talking about who is in sales was talking about. They were prejudging the client they were going to call because I think I kind of know what you're going to say. Right. They were projecting on that client. And that is, you know, sales just one-on-one. Like, no, you cannot project what you are thinking or feeling on anybody because it's just the kiss of death. You're going to sit there and create so much fear in your mind Mm -hmm. that's going to limit your abilities to do your job or to do your job well. 
If and they said they did not want to come across as that sleazy asshole salesperson, which none of us want to. N- correct. And the ones that do come across as the sleazy asshole salesperson don't get it that they are. <laughs> They're that guy. Yeah. <laughs> but we did talk about if a client. It, not every meeting's going to go well. Not every client's going to love you or potential client's going to love you. And they may hang up the phone and go, God, what a waste of time. But there's nothing you can do about it. You 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 made the call, try to help, and they didn't care for any of that. And so I think we had good conversation around that. They were helping that person understand that that's got nothing to do with you. That's a them problem. Mm-hmm. If you're a professional and you didn't take a lot of their time and you were showing value, and they hang up the phone, you know, that's that's a them problem. Well, and the the crux of all sales professions, which if you're a small business owner, you're in sales. You and we, we talk about this <laughs> yep. a lot. And you have to be okay with hearing no and hearing mm-hmm. rejection because that is going to be a bulk of your day or your week or your month because – man, if I could sell 100% of everything that I did, um, I wouldn't be sitting here. I would be on an island somewhere. Writing your book. <laughs> Writing my the great American novel. And one of the members brought up that it was important for them to get to the no as quick as they can because they told a story of calling on a client and the client said, you know, maybe in six months we'll talk. And that's just not good enough. It's okay to make to look at them and say, it, this really isn't going to happen in six months, right? Yeah. What's going to change in six months? Yeah. And just and get a clean no, and then you're done with it. Mm-hmm. It's not hanging over your head. You're not excited. Hey, in six months, I'm going to call Bill because Bill said, hey, in six months, maybe I'll change my mind. And Well, yeah, because then you have the, you know, um, angst, you yeah. know, as you're just, you know, waiting for this countdown for the possible rejection. Yep. And... You don't know if it's going to come or not. So, yeah, we talked a lot about just getting to the no as early and as fast as possible. Yeah, just get it off your books, and then you can move forward. And it for people who've never done sales, it's it's usually not personal. The no could be no, not right now, or no, we just don't need that. Our, we have two people that work in this office. We don't need this high-end copier that does 81 things. There's just two of us, and this is all we do. So it may they just may not need your service or product, and that's fine. That's no. I've never thought in all the cold calling I've done that it was a reflection on me. I may have been a bad salesman, but it wasn't personal, but I just didn't get across the value to the company when I was doing that. But it, you, you can't take it personally. But then they, the good salespeople will tell you that no, you're closer to the, you're one step closer to the yes. A hundred percent. With every no. With and every no. And it makes no. no sense the first time you hear that. No. Makes zero sense. But it does because you know the yes is coming. Right. Yeah. And and as long as you're semi good at what it mm-hmm. is that you do, you're going to get to the yes eventually. And like any great sales pro... Um, you should probably be seeking good sales training. Mm-hmm. I, um, I'm, it baffles my mind sometimes how, and I don't want to bash any other business coaches, but I'm in a lot of these online forums mm-hmm. for business coaching. And one of the questions posed today in the forum was, 
would it be beneficial for me as a business coach to take some formalized sales training? And I was like, uh, yeah, if you're going to be teaching people how to sell, you need a sales system. <laughs> kind, of a no, yeah. kind, of, kind of a no-brainer. Um, so if you want a sales system or you're thinking about a sales system, ping Mike and I. We, we know a ton of them, and we would be more than happy to chat with you for a few minutes and help you figure out mm-hmm. what the best system would be for you. Yeah. If you're a small business owner, usually if you're new to this world, you don't realize how many things you do that are sales related. Most people think, oh, sales, oh, I'll go out and knock on doors. Yes, that's traditional selling, but there's so many other things. Client retention, you're mm-hmm. selling because it's a yep. whole lot cheaper and easier to keep that client. Absolutely. Every, every interaction you have with that client, you're selling because you're showing them the value of doing business with you. And if you, would, if you were to write down as a small business owner, all the tasks you do in a day, you would find out that a vast majority of them are revenue generating tasks. You just don't look at it that way because anytime you are interacting with a potential client or a current client, that's a sales touch in my book. I always think I'm selling. Oh yeah. You're just, it is, you know, we talk about the life of a small business owner and yes, it has its glorious moments when everything's kicking in full gear, but it's also always being on until you get to the point where if you truly hate sales and you can outsource that to somebody. Mm -hmm. um, But until you hit that point, somebody has to do it. And typically it's going to be the person who's in charge. Yeah, because nobody knows your business. Nobody will sell your business with the passion you do. Exactly. You can hire the best salesperson. They're an employee. Yeah. They don't own the company. So they're going to sell it different. And as long as you know that going in, they you're, the goal is to get them to like 90% of the way you did things. That's great. But you never rarely would you get them to 100 because they don't have skin in the game. And that makes a difference. And the ones that do act as if they have skin in the game are typically the ones that you're going to get trained up. They're going to be your rock stars, and then they're going to leave. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. What are, uh, what's, a, what's something you've decided you're going to start? So I love this exercise, and it's really easy. So if you're listening right now, um, this is something that you can do you know, at the six month mark of the year, I highly encourage you to do it now as you are looking, um, at setting your annual goals. Um, my preference is for our clients and, um, associates to have their plan ready by the end of October Mm -hmm. at the latest work first week of November, because if you start planning in November and December, you're already behind. Now, if you haven't started planning yet, It's okay. You can still do it, but just make, you know, note that next year you should be doing your marketing budget and figuring everything out in October. Yes. But to make this system work, it's so easy. You literally write down on a piece of paper, start, stop, and continue. And the start is the things that are going really, or the things that could make a huge impact on your business Mm -hmm. that you're not currently doing or things that your team should be doing that they're not currently doing, 
or a marketing plan that you want to put into effect. So starting is stuff that you just new ideas that are going to get the engines going. Or maybe something you've been procrastinating on. Or, ooh, yes, <laughs> definitely. The word of the day. So Your true. stop, and this is one of the hardest things, is that a lot of times in business, we're doing stuff and spinning our wheels with mm -hmm. things that's not driving our bottom line, not helping us gain profit. It might be money that we're spending in areas that we shouldn't be spending. So you should review your year and see what are the things that I need to stop doing? What are the things in business that are not helping us get towards our goals that we're doing currently? And sometimes it's just because that's the way you've always done it. So an example would be maybe you were paying for AdWords, but you realize that you're not getting any return on investment, so you're going to stop paying for AdWords. Um, or you were doing a bunch of Facebook ads and those weren't working and you need to stop doing those. Mm. Or you need to start delegating because you need to delegate and elevate. So we, you need yep. to stop holding on to everything. So there's the st sometimes the stopping um, is important because we just get stuck in a rut of doing things because they're a habit. And they're usually easier. Mm -hmm. They're in your comfort zone. So right. you keep doing those. One of the members talked today about delegating. They were talking about how one minute here, five minutes there doesn't sound like much in its own silo, but you add that up over a week and you can get a couple hours quick. So that does two things. One is that's not your highest and best use. So you're spending two hours doing stuff that you could delegate because you know your staff can do. It's usually a control thing. But the second thing is, what could you be doing with those two hours you have back? Exactly. Grow your business. You could do personal development. You could do any number of things. So there's two parts. It may only be five minutes, but you have to look at it as 10 minutes. That's five I wasted doing that and five I didn't have doing something else. So now when you sit down and look at that, it's like, ooh, I need to outsource. And you said this early, early on with the podcast, being a small business owner means you have to give some things up. Mm -hmm. You you can't be, I think we're in agreement that you are unlikely to reach your goal if you try to do everything. It's rare. I mean, I feel like I can count on one hand the number of one-person shows that run really well and also give the benefits that you want for for running your own small business. Yes. Generally, there's a ceiling, though. Yes. Because one person, can, you only got 24 hours. Yeah. I, I don't care and, how good you are. And it comes down to simple logistics, like mm -hmm. who's going to cover for you when you're on vacation or when you have a sick day <laughs> or, yep. you know, so life has a way of happening. Maybe you want to see the birth of your next grandchild. Like stuff comes up. And if you don't have somebody else that can cover you for those things then your business just takes a big nosedive. In my first B&I chapter, which is Business Networking International, we talk a, a good bit about, there was a handyman. He told the chapter up front when we brought him in, he goes, I do all the work. So I can look at my clients and tell them I do all the work. That's the value I bring and the peace of mind I give. 
it took us about four months to work him out of the chapter. Mm-hmm. So many referrals, and he he refused to hire somebody. That was not his business model, and so he left because he couldn't handle the work on the referrals he was getting. Mm-hmm. But that was fine. He was true to himself, but there was a ceiling. And you know if you take a week off, that's a week of no revenue. Right. If you want to take a week off. Yeah. But it's rare you could not operate your real estate. You couldn't be you could not be doing what you're doing right now without your team. Oh no. Because you can have four people in four different places. Exactly. They're my ninjas. They're yeah. out all over the place doing things for me while I'm sitting here having this awesome discussion with you. <laughs> <laughs> you could not if you're a realtor, you could be just you. Yeah. And there's a lot of them that are. There's a lot of agents that do everything from soup to nuts. And that's just the way that they like to do it. And they want to be in control of, you know, who faxes the documents and who scans this. And who, and I'm like, I only want to be responsible for the big ticket items. Yeah. And that's where the highest and best use of my time is. So... I leverage my team to allow me to be in my unique ability. You're which, the you're the closer. The closer. Yeah. yeah I'm the, the rainmaker. I'm mm-hmm. the closer. And if I'm doing other things other than that, then I'm not on track to hit my goals. So I believe that delegation is super, super important. Um and proper delegation is yes. super important. It's normally the non-generating revenue tasks that need to be outsourced. Right. We talked today about data entry mm-hmm. with a client. That's a complete waste of time for the business owner to do for three hours if they can outsource that somebody that's literally just typing data in. Mm-hmm. And yes, it may cost you... Let's say it's 15 bucks an hour for three hours. Yeah, it may cost you 45 bucks, but if you know what you're doing to grow your business, you're going to make that $45 back in those three hours. Maybe not today, but you're going to set up a relationship that down the road that comes in 100 times over mm-hmm. or at least 10 times over. Yeah. And you need to look at it that way. And I think the, the phrase earlier today in the mastermind group was, I know it won't take me long at all, and I know I'll do it better than anybody else. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. Didn't really convince the crowd. No. And <laughs> I we know, were all guilty of it. And I'm looking, you know, around at my team, figuratively, not literally, because they're not sitting here with me. But I'm looking around at them going, you're better at me at this. You're better mm-hmm. than me at this. You're better than me at this. And I am proud of them for being better at me at, the, at those things. But that's it makes who you me want to happy. Hire. Yeah, yes. it makes me happy when they're better at that because that's the stuff that's not within my unique ability. It's not the things that makes me fired up in the morning. It's not what I want to be doing with my time. So I'm okay with delegating those things. And I know that it's going to be done to my satisfaction and actually better than what I could have done myself. Oh, yeah. So the next um, per- component of this exercise is continue. And I think that a lot of times when we, we get really excited about the new stuff, 
Oh, we're like, yeah. ooh, I'm so excited to start this new plan or this new diet or this new, you know, like the new stuff is so sh- bright and shiny and exciting. And, ooh, I just can't wait to start all these new things. But you have to remember to continue doing the things that got you there in the first place. Mm-hmm. And your business is like a Petri dish. And you, when you have things that are working, you've already proven those scientifically that, this is going to work and you want to make sure that you have the right resources in place to continue doing those things in the sports world. And most of my analogies come from the sports world. That's blocking and tackling. Those are the basics, but you, and that's stuff you can build from. You can't, your first play in practice can't be, or shouldn't be an 80 yard bomb. You should spend hours and days on blocking and form formation and learning to play stuff like that and then get to the big shiny object but the, there are many things that just need to be done yeah and that are really good for you to continue doing so um we were talking earlier today about what our own personal mm-hmm. um start stop and continues were and i know that i procrastinate on things so i definitely want to stop procrastinating on certain items and letting go of the other things that I feel like I should do because there's an outside influence saying you should do these things. But in reality, I know that they're not a good idea. And not everything is important and And not right. (laughs) And just because something is important and urgent to somebody else does not mean that it's my fire or my problem. Yes. And I want to continue doing the daily activities, the one-to-ones, the calls, my pop-bys, the things that we know generate referral income for us in both the business coaching side and the real estate side because it's the same types of activities. We just have to be doing them regularly. And those play to your strengths. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Data entry and bookkeeping and... Running no. and putting a sign in the yard. No. Even though you have Scott Sams to do that. I mean, yeah, dynamic print solutions. Yeah. But that's, that would be a waste of, that would be, I don't want to say a word waste because it sounds like an insignificant task and it's not, but that would not be your highest and best use. No, because it's going to take me 10 times longer. Oh God. Yeah. Um, Scott's team goes out there and they, they, I will get calls from my clients and they're like, where did this sign come from? <laughs> Speaking of ninjas, right? Yes, exactly. And I'm like, oh yeah, Scott and his team were out there and they just get it done so quickly. For me to put a giant ass post in the ground, I would be out there for hours digging and trying to figure out how to use a pole thingy. I don't mm-hmm. even, I mean, I would have to research even how to do it. I would have no idea. It sounds simple and it, it is not because no. you don't. First of all, you got to figure out how you're digging. Then you have to make sure the signs level when you're done digging and putting it in the ground. There's so much there, and that could it could be thirty miles from your house. It could be, and just just the time spent in the car yeah. is just a time suck. Yeah. So 
for any of you business owners that are listening that are in real estate or um, you can even use this um, deployment service that Scott Sams at Dynamic Print Solutions, he provides. Um, I'm thinking that if you're a roofer or you were um, a pest control company or you're a lawn care company, um, they will actually go out and deploy the signs for you and then you pay by the month. You basically rent the signs by the month. And then you tell them when you want them picked up and they go in, they pick them up and they store them for you. So I don't have a garage full of signs and things that I'm taking care of. They take care of all of that for us. You didn't have to design them. You didn't nope. have to buy them. Nope. You don't have to store them. But nope. more importantly, you don't have to put them in a garage. Exactly. <laughs> and It's kind of amazing. And after the house sells, what do you have to do? I just have to notify his team yeah. that it sold in two days or three days or whatever it was. And they go out there and they put the rider yeah. on there for me. And if otherwise you would have to make in another trip, you would have to coming soon mm -hmm. for sale, for sale, sale pending, something like that. Nah, or? We do. Um, yeah, we do under contract or under contract mm -hmm. and then sold and sold. So four times five, yeah. you'd have to, cause then you got to go get the sign when the house sells. Yeah. Oh, it's a no brainer. Yeah. So look at the tasks in your business that you are repeating that you have no system for. And put a system in place yes. because there is nothing better than knowing that you're maximizing your return on investment on either your time or your money. And I think that for me, that's some of the best money well spent because if I was doing that or if I was paying one of my team members to do that, then that wouldn't be the highest and best use of their time. Jamie's tiny. <laughs> she's just a little, you know, she's probably at yoga right now, living her best life, but she's a, she's a tiny little thing, and I couldn't imagine her out there putting a sign in the yard either. No, it wouldn't be good. It's never good, or generally it's not good when you, as the business owner, are the system. Yes, that's, that's bad. Yeah, yeah, that's, you've got to have a, when you get paperwork, or you have to put something in the computer, in the software, it's got to have a purpose. You really only need to put that in there once and then send, set it up so it sends to wherever it sends to. And just set it up once and do it. It sounds simple. It does. You make it sound so easy, but sometimes it's just, it takes a little bit more work. Yep. We have a couple clients that we're working with to help them with putting systems and mm -hmm. processes in place. And they're getting there, but it is, it's, you have to really think through what it is that you, how you want it to look, what you want to get out of it, and then who's going to ultimately be responsible for it. And it's just so easy to say, I'll, I'll just do it. Right. No. And that you need to get out of your comfort zone and take an hour, three hours a day, whatever it takes to set up that system once. And you're going to thank yourself mm -hmm. in about a week that, oh. I'm so glad I have that now. Yeah. Because then you can move on to things to, that will actually grow your business. So what do you want to start, stop, and continue? I've already started, well, I've stopped the back-to-back-to-back -back -back meetings. Mm -hmm. And I've found that I can be more strategic thinking and get stuff done. Talk about, you know, help put, uh, we've been talking about putting some new mastermind groups together. Gave me a chance to sit down and talk to some people, get some input. Hey, what do you think? For starting, I've, I need to do a better job of repurposing this podcast. 
Mm. It could be a quote. It could yep. be video. It can be audio. It can be a blog. It, it This should turn into about seven things out of just this one. And I've got, I've been watching a, and jumping on a couple of uh, free seminars. Folks, by the way, there's so much free stuff out there right now. Oh, there is. Go on the internet somewhere, go into Facebook groups. There's so many people doing free things right now that nine months ago and in another year, they'll be charging for again. Mm -hmm. But right now it's free, so please take advantage of it. I was on one the other day. A lady reached out to me on Sunday morning just from another networking group, just connected, and I jumped onto her. I watched a 10-minute thing she did about repurposing. It's just a wheel. Here are the spokes. Okay, it can turn into a, a blog. It can turn into an audio uh, post. It can turn into just a picture and a quote. There are a number of things to do from that and figure out, because this should be the, the creation of our content right here should come from this, because mm -hmm. we have wonderful guests each show. And even when it's just you and I, there's good stuff to get out there to help educate people. So that's what I'm going to work on starting this weekend when I sit down to edit this is where can where can I go from there? Where can we go from there in turning this into seven or eight pieces of content? Ooh, can one of those pieces of content be my secret word of the day? Yes, <laughs> it can. Find the secret word. What would you like to tell people to do? So I would like to tell people that are listening, our loyal listeners, that last week, Drago, <laughs> our man behind the curtain. Purple Comma Studios, yep, where we sit. Um, he's amazing. And I asked him right before we went on air, give me a word. <laughs> so I'm going to work it into the show. And so he gave me a word. And the first word was... Zebra. Zebra. And I worked it into the show, and Mike and I had a really good chuckle. We did. And then I asked him for a word for the second show, and I worked that word in. Pineapple. Pineapple. Mm -hmm. And then this week, Mike wanted to up the ante, and Drago gave me a word for each show, but I didn't tell Mike what the word is. So now yeah. you have to guess, yeah. and I want the listeners to guess, what is the secret word that I worked into the show? Info at wiredtochange.com. Tell us if you found the secret word. I did not. We taped a show before this. And to be honest with you, I wasn't even, I forgot all about the word of the day. So I wasn't, <laughs> I was listening to everything you were saying, but I wasn't in context of, okay, was that the word? Was that the word? And there were a couple that uh, Courtney and I guessed on and they, they were not they it. They were not so. it. But I would be willing, if you get the, if, if they, not you, Mike, yeah. if they get it right, I would be willing to do a free coaching session. Okay. Um, I think it would be a lot of fun, and they would have definitely earned it because I feel like I did such a good job sliding them in there that it's oh, yeah. going to be hard to to pull them out. All right, so we'll do this because uh, we want to get better at call to actions. That's mm -hmm. another thing to start getting better at for us. Yeah, um, so this episode is out on... Thursday the 5th, November 5th. The previous episode we just taped about an hour ago will come out on Tuesday, November 3rd. If you can find the word, if, you if you're correct in getting the word in either of those shows, not both, you just get one, you can only win once, Trinity will sit down with you for 30 minutes and go over this start, stop, continue. Yep. On understanding what you need to do and the whys drilling down a little bit. So she'll do that with you. Uh, we'll take two winners. I'll take two one. Winners. You take one. Yep. We're good Perfect. with that. But start, stop, continue. And it's a big deal. It sounds like ugh, another phrase. But if you sit and think about it, there's crap in all three of those categories we need to do. 
there really is. And this is a fun project, not project. I hate the word project. Project makes it sound like, oh, gosh, I have to do it's this. It's a journey. It is a journey. And it's and it's a fun exercise that is awesome to do also with your team. Oh, yeah. And the way that you work it with your team is that you have everyone write down their ideas in each of the categories, start, stop, and continue. And then you merge the ones that are similar together to find out what are the most common out, like what's most common between and which ones came up the most. Um, and that's going to give you a really good um, pulse point for what's happening within your entire organization, how people are feeling about the organization, where they feel like, because it's amazing what we can learn from our employees and the people <laughs> on our on our teams. They, they are a wealth of information about our business that we just are not aware of until you ask them yeah. to be a participant in that discussion. Because they see things you don't because you weren't there. Right. Yeah. If, you know, when Jamie is out um, showing properties or whatever, she might have a really great idea for how we can start something that we can do to make that a really cool experience. Um, she might have something that she thinks that we should stop doing, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. It's in the start, stop, continue. When you give your, when you do this exercise with your employees, uh, when they write down whatever suggestion they have, ask them why mm -hmm. and let them explain that. That gives them some skin in the game because you're listening and you better enact a couple of these. I'm telling you, A, they will be good enough to, activate. But if you have every one of your team members do this and you don't change anything, guess what they're not going to do next time around? They're not going to give you a squat. Nope. Because you didn't do anything with it. And chances are you got an idea from some one of your employee, one of your team members that you hadn't thought of. Mm -hmm. and, or you may have thought of it, but not in that context. Right. So listen to your team. It's kind members. of like having a little mini mastermind with your with your it is internal yeah. team. Yeah, because mm -hmm. they're gonna see things different. Somebody's on the phone all day long in the lobby, and you're stuck in your office behind a closed door. Guess what? They're gonna see the client that's pissed off. Right. They won't ever make it back to you because they'll probably resolve it, and you'll never know about it. You'll think, "Wow, we just got another happy client," and but they got browbeat for ten minutes, but they solved the problem. But you know, it's the third time that client's been in there about that issue, and you never knew anything about it. So, listen. Definitely a really good exercise to do with your team. Yep. Um, anything else that you want to share with our listeners about our upcoming mastermind? No, just go to the website. We'll have some new ones. By the time this show comes out, we'll have some new ones up there. Okay. Uh, it's all virtual, so you can live anywhere. Yeah, join us from, from Canada, eh? There you go. Yeah. And we run them, each mastermind group is the same day, same time every week, so mm -hmm. you can plan that way. Yep. And they Lock go about an hour, 15, hour and 20 minutes. There's homework. There is a dedicated Facebook group, so we can all talk to each other during the week. But there is homework. Mm -hmm. And if you choose not to do it, that's up to you. It's crazy that what you put into a group is what you're going to get oh, out of it. yeah. And the more you participate, the more you interact with the other people, the more sometimes it's almost like you're giving yourself advice and 
you're like, dang, that really hit home. I found, yeah. I mean, that happened yeah. a lot today when we were talking about just the 80% rule yeah. and um, my need for procrastinating. So I found another quote by my good friend, Napoleon Hill. Um, if you find you're weak in persistence, surround yourself with a mastermind group. And nice, I thought that was yeah. perfect for today. You have to be prepared to be a little bit vulnerable because you're going to have to admit something you don't do well. But guess what? That just makes you normal. That's all it makes you. Not better or worse. Not, oh, I can't believe they didn't do that. I've been doing that for 12 years. It makes you normal. Because chances are you're really good at something that somebody else isn't. Mike, yeah. if somebody out there wants to get in touch with us because they're like, ooh, I want to join the mastermind, what's the best way for them to get a hold of us? Go to info at wiredtochange.com, send us an email, and we will gladly pick up the phone. We'll set up a virtual meeting with you and chat a little bit more, see if there's a fit. But let's start with info at wiredtochange.com. And that's with the number two. <laughs> yes, it you is. You can also go and like us on mm -hmm. um we're on facebook we are we do post some riveting content and about to get even better when yes. we resource some of this information we're also on instagram and mike's favorite linkedin we're both on linkedin yep. you can message us it's not a problem i got some the other day and if you message us be nice we'll respond to that yeah i respond to yeah. all my fan mail mm -hmm. uh personally that will be something that I always do because it makes me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> you and all your uh, pop uh, culture people, you yes. guys get all the, all the fan. <laughs> You're so good. I love you. You're my favorite. <laughs> so, uh, but do this exercise, folks. It sounds like, ugh. But once you get things down on paper and you look at it, you're like, man, I realize we're spending so much time on that. Or money. Yeah. And what did it yield? Yeah. Stress. Yeah. Yep. Delegate what you can't do or don't want to do. And if you think that it sounds hard, guess what? We can help make it <laughs> simple. Because that's what we do <laughs> we with our clients so. is take something that seems hard and simplify it and make it into bite-sized, actionable. Yep. Break that boulder down into little pebbles. Absolutely. Yep. All right, so go do the start, stop, continue. Go check us out at wiredtochange.com with our new mastermind group dates and times and topics. And we'll see you next time on our Wired to Change podcast.